you know, Spencer, a lot of times with these uh, ad reads, we have to uh, pretend that we like a product, but this is not one of those. Right. This Um, is just classic. We're classic podcast connoisseurs. We know what's up. Yeah, we love we do love MeUndies. Secrets out. That's not just talk. Right. We probably love solid cologne. Um, Yeah, definitely. uh, But we definitely love Matt Bronger. Um, Matt Bronger. He's a he's an old friend of mine. I won't say too old because you know it's showbiz. So let's <laughs> let's stay ageless. But he is a fantastic, wonderful person that I have always adored, and that I never spend enough time with, and never work with enough. But he is really funny and really kind and really awesome. And he has a podcast called Ding Donger. Oh, you know about it? No, wait. Yeah, no, it's okay. You can know about <laughs> no, it. No, I've heard ads for it. It seems like a great podcast. It's a weekly podcast with actor and comedian Matt Bronger. You can go for a spin with him as he shares stories, observations, and advice with episodes perfectly curated for half-hour car rides. Does that mean he's driving during the, p- p- the podcast? He better not be because that's my idea. Oh, shit. I wonder if that's done because that is my idea. Maybe you can go on Ding Donger. You know what you could do <laughs> is you can leave a voicemail message for him and he'll address it uh, on his podcast. Oh, wow. I don't have a number for that, but just know that you can do that. Well, I bet if you like and subscribe to it on iTunes, the number reveals itself to you. Yeah, this is already on the air. I'm acting like it's new. (laughs) Recent episodes have included tales of harrowing bike rides in Southeast Asia, horror stories from Chicago public transit, and advice about everything from the creative process to the terrifying nature of bird-eating insects. Just don't miss a single episode. (laughs) Make sure you don't... (laughs) Sorry. Make sure you don't... (laughs) Make sure you make sure you don't miss a single episode. Subscribe to Ding Donger with Matt Bronger on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Matt Bronger. He couldn't be brighter. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage, the new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. Hi, my name is Heather Graham, and I'm playing Dorothy Tyson in the movie The Last Rampage. The Last Rampage is a true story about uh, Gary Tyson and how his sons broke him out of prison. And uh, it's a very dark story. And Gary Tyson is not a good guy. I play his wife, and I'm super loyal and devoted to him, even though he's pretty much the worst person in the world. One thing I think is interesting about the movie is a lot of these movies, they tell a story about like, oh, this rebellious guy who was this cool gunslinger and, you know, he did it all these wrong things, but he did it for the right reason. And I think this story sort of turns that story on its head because it's got at first you think he's a cool guy, but then you're like, no, this guy is just like a selfish, self-centered, narcissistic jerk. I like stories about real people. I think sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Like, I mean, some of the stuff that happens, you just go, I can't believe this is real, but it's real. And then if you do more research, it's even stranger than the stuff they put in the script. It's just like, sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit TrueCrimeLive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at LastRampageFilm or on Facebook.com slash LastRampageFilm.
supposed to say something about uh, uh, Harmon is now in session or... that line this morning. I, I'm so thrilled with it. So I guess Harmon's in session. Oh, Dan Harmon. You're over there. Guest Comptroller Gilbert Godfrey, everybody. Somewhat, it was a nine, uh, 90% uh, 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 heartfelt, 10% awkward standing ovation. <laughs> I don't know who I dated in this area, but they held out. Uh, you know what? Well, but I appreciate that. I think a lot of that might have been for uh, Master of Entertainment, Comptroller Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> <laughs> this is really a dream come true. I don't, I actually, I have no connection to Mr. Gottfried. I don't, I've never, I, 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 I met you 10 minutes ago, and I, but I, as I, I mean, it's a Neil, Neil, the director of the documentary, has affiliations. Somehow your name came up as a possibility for a guest comptroller. I leapt on it. I, uh, I, I don't know how young they are or what, what they know of, of who's done what. I, I... So it, it was basically a choice between me or the guy that played Mr. Belding. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, 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 uh, Gilbert Gottfried, um, I, 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 what the fuck, man? <laughs> he, uh, he was, I, 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 when I was in Milwaukee, I think I was 13 years old, maybe, the first time I saw you on TV, and I did your stand-up special, and, uh, you're, I, I, I don't know. I, it's, 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 no, no, there's nothing funny about kissing people's asses, but I'm just very, I'm very, very, very honored to have you uh, out here, and uh, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. And, 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 and there's probably ways you can dig up Gilbert's uh, Comedy Central, remember, or not Comedy Central, Cinemax. Remember Cinemax would do comedy oh experiments? Oh my god, yes. Um, yes. Uh, uh, Gilbert got, Chris Elliott did a comedy experiment for Cinemax that was like totally inspirational to me. Uh, Stuart Pankin did one and you did one that was like a, basically a pilot about you as a news vendor oh, working at God. a newsstand. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, that was Norman's Corner. Norman's Corner. And that was written by Larry David. No shit. Yes, yes. I didn't and, know that. And considering all those names, you'd think it would have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, it was it was very much so. I don't know. I I, I loved it a lot. It was one of the one as I said to him backstage, it was one of the eight eight things that got me off the couch in Milwaukee and out to L.A. So thank you so much, Gilbert, for for coming out here. Uh, <clears throat> Also, Gilbert has a has his own podcast. You just started your podcast. Uh, uh, you, 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 you. Gil- Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast. Yeah, and you can hear it on GilbertGottfried.com and subscribe to it on iTunes and SideshowNetwork.tv. <laughs> such, a, such a sincere actual addressment. <laughs> Uh, you're, and you're on your like 18th episode. You've had Weird Al on. You've had, uh, I think, uh, Adam West, the yeah. original Batman. Yeah. Uh, Larry Storch from F Troop. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I just see. <laughs> That's every right, now folks. And then I like to get a a crowd pleaser like Larry Storch on. <laughs> see, I like to get the kids in <laughs> with a Larry Storch. And I had Marty Allen. Yeah. Also, you try to be young and hip. It's not like, you know, it's not like there's not things you would do if it was just for your own pleasure, but yeah. you do, you whore yourself out for an audience. <laughs> Larry Storch, you know? That's, well, let's face it, there's certain sacrifices you have to make for the numbers. <laughs> I feel the same way you do but <laughs> when I'm talking to these guys. I'll do like a Gremlins 2 reference and they'll <laughs> and they'll be like, what? what what does that have to do with the transgender okay, that community? Had John Glover, he was the evil head of the department store. John Glover. <laughs> right, right. And uh, what was that guy's name? I don't remember. Galligan? Gal- Ga- Vin- Zach Galligan? Ja- Zach Galligan? Finakis? No. Jack Gallifinakis. No, no, no. Wait, no. Close enough. <laughs> and uh, Phoebe Cage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Remember how Gremlins 2 was a strange comedic departure from Gremlins 1? <laughs> Wasn't that weird that Gremlins 2 decided to be a comedy? Uh, and, and Phoebe Cates in the first one could, you know, like, like shared her backstory. Like, oh, I hate Christmas because my dad died in the chimney. And then she thing? does a variation of it. And then it gets ridiculous. She goes, I hate President's Day because a man named dressed as Abraham Lincoln exposed <laughs> himself to me in a, during a white sale. And it's like, wait a minute. Are you making fun of me for liking gremlins? Because I already felt kind of bad about it. You're, you're pushing it, gremlins, too. Uh, and they would do, like halfway through Gremlins 2, the movie stops and like it cuts to a theater and Hulk Hogan stands up and goes, "Hey, you Gremlins, get out of the projection booth!" <laughs> it's fucking insane. You gotta well, watch Gremlins 2. That was like similar. Uh, all of you watch The Tingler. Uh, the t- so- <laughs> everyone here, everyone here's seen The Tingler, right? <laughs> and everyone here pronounces it the Tingler. The t- Well, that's that's the Yiddish version. It's the Tingler. Did you see the Tingler? What? what, (laughs) Do you you need a schmeckle to go see the Tingler down at the Nickelodeon? I want to wish each and every one of you a happy Tingler. (laughs) (laughs) But in the Tingler... The tingler got loose in the theater. Yeah. He was a 
weird rubber creature. Yeah. And and Vincent Price. And at that yeah. point, they shut the lights off. Yeah. Thank you. They shut the lights off on screen, and the theaters yeah. would shut everything off. And Vincent Price's <laughs> voice would go, scream, scream for your lives. <laughs> the, the tingler, the tingler is loose in the theater. <laughs> Yeah, because the way to make the tingler, uh, conveniently <laughs> enough, the way to make the tingler not attack you <laughs> is to scream. <laughs> and, and probably and, to throw money in the air. Yeah, and, <laughs> and the idea of telling people, yeah. yeah, that they have to scream. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, I, I thought we, you, you, made, you scared us and we screamed. But no, it's not like that. Yeah, now it's mandatory. You have to be instructed to scream. <laughs> This is the part where you scream. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, and he said, scream, scream for your life. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can we, Gilbert? See, see, much like John Glover, who was in, in um, uh, Gremlins 2, both of them, both him and Vincent Price, and a lot of them, had where uh, if someone was effeminate, it was evil. <laughs> Sometimes it was eccentric, like Paul Lynn and right. Charles Nelson Riley. But with Vincent Price, it was oh well, you didn't think in terms of gay, so you thought oh he's sinister. <laughs> <laughs> In the, in the 70s, there were rock groups where, called <laughs> Queen, and no one thought that means gay. Like, 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 it just, it's just, it's just like well, I guess, like, the leather and the stuff, I guess they're tough guys, or like, you know, like, like, like Prince and Boy George, but it took, you really had to push mainstream America hard against the wall of capitalism before they'd go, oh, you're gay? <laughs> It was like like the the village people. Yeah, yeah, the village people. You know, you watch people. it, you go, well, hey, one's a construction worker, one's a cop. These are macho. They are macho guys. They're and they're, they're <laughs> so macho. They're singing about being macho. They, they hang out at, at at a place renowned for its masculinity. Yeah, yeah. They're wearing tight leather pants and leather jackets. <laughs> That's what a real man does. Yeah. When they're not in the Navy, they're showering over at the Young Men's Association of Christian Boyhood. And it was a major news story <laughs> that Elton John was gay. Yeah. This <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we didn't want to deal with it. We didn't want to. Oh, and George Michael, who would go up in hot pants. Yeah. He used to dance in these tight, ass-grabbing hot pants, doing yeah. these, and we go, him? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's almost adorable how we would go, like, well, the, the lead singer of Judas Priest, like, remember that? Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of, it's kind of adorable, actually, how, 
are the homophobia erupting into just plain sight sort of like, well, you're not, no, I mean, like, like before I will say gay, I will say sinister, I will say, <laughs> I will say heavy metal, I will say new wave, I will say punk, I will say anything but gay. And like they really, it's it's almost like like a, a strange kind of like psychic opera where the gay people of America had to actually stamp their feet and scream out loud, louder than Paul Lynn <laughs> <laughs> in, Char in Charlotte's Web. You know, it says crunchy. Um, louder, louder than Charles Nelson Riley. Louder than anything. Like, like they had to say, "No, I'm I, okay. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We've been trying to be classy about this." <laughs> uh, and and on Hollywood squares. They, the questions they asked them, and they always say, now they say, ooh, how Paul Lynn twisted it in his mind. <laughs> but the questions were always like, where is Fairytown located? <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, no, that was a perfectly innocent question. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what a weird, a weird twisted. Yeah, uh, when, 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 when did, when did? Yeah, you... on, on. I remember. It's like, Pete. <laughs> on, on Hollywood Squares, they'd have questions like, "So, have you ever had a dick in your ass?" <laughs> and, and somehow, Paul Lynn would make it sound gay. <laughs> <laughs> And then we would, but we would still not say. No yes. one, no one would put Paul Lind on the cover of Time magazine and go, "Gay is cool." <laughs> like we, we would just go, "Paul Lind's funny." That funny, crazy guy. Or, Paul Lynn is quite sinister. <laughs> He's so sinister. A spider's delight on my. <laughs> A tingler is in the theater. <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> what do you What do you really think when you thought like like what? Obviously, is it American culture? Is it modern America, or does it predate America? Because we had presidents in the early stages of America. Uh, what was his name? Buchanan. Like he was pretty openly gay, wasn't Buchanan? <laughs> Buchanan was like. And the only reason why we don't celebrate him more as that is because I don't think he was that great a president. Like, like, I, I, seriously, because like, I, I think that's why gay people don't, don't run down the street and go, Buchanan, because he kind of like, he wasn't that great. He was like, he, he didn't do much. But, but, but the truth, but, but the guy was like, if I, 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 I really apologize. I know we have historians and Redditors and stuff. If I'm butchering this. <laughs> I, I really apologize because I dropped out of college, but I, I, as I understand, as I, as I remember it, I think we had a president, Buchanan, who was like basically like, like, yeah, I don't feel like getting married that much, <laughs> and, but but like I have this fella and he's just sort of my assistant. And, and, and if you remember in Buchanan's presidential speech, he said, "The tingler is loose in the theater." <laughs> Democracy's loose among the the people. Scream, scream for democracy. <laughs> um, but but I'm sorry, like like back then. So it's like like you look like 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 there was a an, a kind of open faced sandwich of attitude of. <laughs> 
it was it was sort of like like like. Well, I usually pay extra for, to get the open face sandwich. When yeah. When did we become a homophobic culture? When did we come start compartmentalizing? When did we go because then the other thing that we all know is that ancient Greece and ancient Rome. It's like like it was sort of like hey whatever, <laughs> you know like 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 or was it was it still has it what what is the history of uh, homosexuality? Well, <laughs> Why, if only I could ever look this up or <laughs> or inform myself in any way. Why don't See, I just come out on stage and just like ask questions and then walk away? And... <laughs> <laughs> What's the history of gayness? Can I? And, but I, I do. See, in, in ancient Rome, they had a bunch of, they had a big structure, and one guy was always the center square. <laughs> <laughs> it was Nero. Nero was sick. And he would go, look at me, I'm Roman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to, I, I, I think I tempt fate by doing this. Your Vincent Price is really good. I kind of... <laughs> one of the, one of the that's, things that... That's my crowd pleaser. I use the Vincent Price imitation to get pussy. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you remember Thriller? You know, Vincent oh, Price yes. did the bridge. Like, like, so a lot of a lot of the New York people have been asking me on this trip because they watched the movie. And Gilbert, I know you've been a fan of mine for a while, so <laughs> you know what they mean when they say, "Why was there no rapping in the movie?" Because I'm an accomplished rapper. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I want to knock out all these birds with one stone and like do a rap and have you do the Vincent Price Bridge for the rap. <laughs> I think if we can pull it off, it could be a very... We have to do so little to pull it off. You know the end of The Aviator when Leonardo DiCaprio just has to get the spruce goose off the water three inches? If we could just go... If we could just not crash. Um, it might be amazing. Do we have, do, do, do we have, a, do we have a beat? Do, uh, uh, that, that's the tough part is we don't really have a... We don't have a master uh, music, music person. I just want to do like a little... Oh, all right, well, do we have a master beatboxer in the audience? In New York, someone knows how to beatbox? All right, who's this emphatic hand waving over here? Yeah, come on up. <laughs> uh, oh, another stereotypical beatboxer. What's your name, sir? David. David. Okay, you're a human beatbox. Yeah. You got the you got the Morris the Cat shirt. And... I'll just stand over here or something. Okay. I didn't know he was black. <laughs> <laughs> Who Morris or the? Uh... All right. So all right, New York. What's on your mind lately? I know 9/11, but <laughs> Paul Lind. What? <laughs> what? what? I can't hear anything. I don't know how to. I heard alliteration, but that's a concept. That's not really. What? I can't hear anything. I don't. I don't do improv. I don't do improv. Ebola. 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 
All right. Ebola. Ebola. That makes sense. It's topical. Ebola and David Duchovny. Okay. Let's see if we can weave those, those, those highway cones. Uh, right, and, so and, you know, I don't think it's fun to joke about the fact that David Duchovny has the Ebola virus. I think that's insensitive. That this wonderful man from X-Files is dying of the Ebola virus. Sort of, you say X-Files like, like it's his hometown. This wonderful man from X-Files. He didn't mean... From the beautiful town of X-Files. <laughs> he sits over there in X-Files, Indiana, <laughs> where he was born and is now dying of the Ebola virus. And you people make a mockery of it. Um, all right, so I, I, I'm going to try to riff a couple lyrics about Ebola and or David Duchovny. At a certain point, it'll be clear that it's time for Vincent Price to do the... <laughs> just the spoken word bridge, right? Yeah? Okay. Okay, all right. <laughs> Dan, do you want me to lay, like, some creepy noises, like, humming down for that? Like, because in the Thriller video, in that moment, it was like... This, this guy makes me ashamed to be a Jew. <laughs> I didn't know you were Jewish. <laughs> I mean, I think, I feel like, I feel like if you, you, you mean when he's doing his thing, like your beat should probably keep going, right? Well, there are those moments in my life where I go, maybe the Third Reich was right after uh. all. <laughs> T T you're talking to TMZ right now. Uh, uh, the uh, no, I think I think when Vincent Price is doing his thing in Thriller, the beat is going. I think it's percussive and don't 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 bump bump don't bump. And he's yeah, like, like a, a horde of ghosts come out at night. I'll figure it out. I'll do something with my nose. Okay. All right. Jews are, are good with All them right. noses. Yeah. The only one that can fuck this up is me. Okay, all right. <sighs> Clear your head. Clear your head, Harmon. Can okay. I take this off? Would that be... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Do cover me. Don't shove me at the airport trying to get other beloved me onto the airplane. I got Ebola and I don't know what to say. I'm contagious. You can't contain this. I'm sneezing blood and gonna rain this all over you. And it's gonna give you a fatal flu. I'm so sad that David Duchovny is dying of the Ebola virus. Why is this wonderful man from the X-Files, Kansas, dying of the Ebola virus. It's almost as if I feel at times in my life that I have a tingler up my ass. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. What was your name, sir? What? What was your name? 
David. Cadle? What? David. David. Cadle. My name's up here. I was just creating a John Blue theater around there. Cadle. Uh, David, thank you for David. Uh, yeah, okay. and can I get half a pound of pastrami? <laughs> All right. Thank you, David. Thank you. Good beatboxing. That's New York for you. All right. David, kiss me. I, 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 now, I now I have to do the rest of the show with an erection. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get more intimately acquainted with the oh, audience, okay. maybe. Why don't we? <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, I, I, well, actually, you know what we should do before that? We should bring out somebody that we, we tend to wait too long before we bring out. I'm sure a lot of you people came here to see him. Let's bring out Spencer Crittenden. Shit! Can can anyone? Hear? Holy shit! Am I audible? Holy shit! Yeah, okay, now a, I can hear me. It's kind of actually hard to. Uh, yeah, Aaron a... Hillis, everybody! Aaron Hillis! <laughs> Aaron Hillis. It's actually it, this is the definitely the classiest joint we've ever done a show. Yeah, yeah. Like it felt when the curtain came up. It did. It, was there a curtain? Yeah, a curtain came up. And it felt it felt like there was going to be a Cheers reunion. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the audience was like, "Yay!" And then we were like, "I don't know what to do." And I was I was like, "Okay, Gilbert, if you want to go out," and you're like, "Yeah, absolutely, sure, sorry, okay, yeah." <laughs> Uh, See, that's the way I plan out my whole career, and <laughs> it shows. <laughs> I, I gotta say, man, I'm so glad this is contrived. I'm so glad to be in New York City. See, he uh, knows what he's I doing. Mean, I'm, I'm, I'm building. I'm not just saying that. I'm building to something here. I'm so glad to be in New York City because I can talk shit about Canada now. We, we, were, we were just, you know, Dan knows, we were just in Canada not too long ago, and you can't talk shit about Canada to Canadians. I don't know if you guys know that. But you can't. And Why? So I, it, they, they get bummed out about it. It's sad. <laughs> it, and not even in a funny way. But, you know, like, okay. So we were flying to Canada, and we had to declare customs forms. Have anyone dealt with this? Yeah, no, just me. Okay, yeah. They, they make you fill out this form. They make you fill it out. They don't tell you beforehand you're going to fill it out. They make you fill it out, but then they don't have any pens on the plane. That is fucked up. Yeah, but what you, the fuck? You travel yeah, like that's it. fucked up. And then... And I then, definitely agree that that's fucked up. That thing with the pens in Canada and the fact that David Duchovny, a beloved television star, is dying of the Ebola virus. Well, I feel like you're being disingenuous. Yes. I mean, you, 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 you're an international traveler, aren't you? <laughs> See, a lot of times, gay people years ago were called international travelers. Continentals. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've only done like an eighth of the show. We can't. We can't just do callbacks for the next seven eighths of the show. 
obviously aren't familiar with me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I could do a series out of it. But this customs thing, like, <laughs> for real, I'm not kidding. It's I, the Ebola of the North. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, it still worked. <laughs> They bring the fucking cards and they don't bring a goddamn ch lump of coal but to fill it out yeah, with. The guy who says, the guy who gives you forms, you ask him for pens. He's like, yeah, I got pens, but they're loaned out. I'll come back. And then he never comes back. You never see that guy again. <laughs> and then you land and there's still no pens and you can't get past the border without filling this thing out. Like, or not the border. You get the idea. And... <laughs> But then you can't ask for pens. Dustin, he went to the, you know, presumably the lady with pens and, <laughs> and asked if he could have a pen, presumably because he saw she had extra pens. And she said, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's it. Upon being pressed, she's like, no, I'm not allowed to give out pens. You're not allowed to give out the pens required for the, the form you had to fill out to enter the country? But also, why, everything else aside, why can't you give out pens? What's that gonna harm? They cost two cents? Like, it's an entire country. You can't buy 300 pens? I mean, they're not at war with everybody. They have money lying around, right? They're certainly saving money on, like, missiles and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and pens are cheaper than missiles. I have a, uh, if, I could, if I could tell an airline story, then I'm afraid it's going to turn some of our well, listeners off. I thought that was going to happen to this situation. It's all upper crust problems, but they're engaging problems. <laughs> Who's that character? <laughs> they're engaging problems. <laughs> Sometimes I have warmth. Um, I, have a, I have an unengaging, alienating, horrible problem. See, that problem. was very sinister, the yeah. way he said engaging. Yeah, yeah okay. he was spooky. He was a, he's like a master of horror over here, if you know what I mean. It was in... <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember... Um, uh, what's the goddamn... Uh, uh, Shit. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I Am Legend, is that the original, the Vincent Price oh, I Am Legend? Oh, yes, yes. Where it's just like vo driven by voiceover, and like the first hour of the movie is just him going, hmm. <laughs> I need more orange juice. <laughs> he's, he's and, and he's like, by the way, there's vampires. You know. And then they do a remake where Vincent Price becomes uh, Will Smith. Yeah, perfect. Because, you know, the two are so close. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think they were I think they were trying to isolate the problems. They're like, it wasn't the vampires. <laughs> it wasn't the idea that he was last man on Earth. Surrounded by zombies. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first plot point of the original Vincent Price um, uh, uh, I Am Legend is having established that he is the last man on Earth in a world where everyone else is vampires, having established that he has adapted by living in a garlic-laden um, uh, uh, home. Like, he, he, he's explaining through voiceover, he's sort of like George Clooney in Up in the Air, except instead of working uh, as a traveling uh, uh, sales consultant, he's like, he lives, in a, he knows how to handle vampires, so his voiceover is like, yes, garlic on the door. Mm, I'm out of orange juice. <laughs> and, the, like... The, 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 the plot point of, of that movie that, 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 that throws everything into disarray is that uh, he goes to visit his wife's grave uh, and he falls asleep. <laughs> How many 
times does he do this a week? I was like, like what? You fell asleep in your in wife's mausoleum? He like wakes up and he's like, oh shit, sundown. Huh. Oh god damn it. Oh shit, this is gonna be I, hard getting home. I, like, what are you doing? She's dead. I mean, I, I understand nostalgia, but but either you could you there's no police, you could move her bones to your house. <laughs> Like you, you, you can make up new rules about how to treat dead people. You could, you could hang her like Santa Claus from your chimney, and just be like, every day's Christmas. Uh, I love my dead wife, and I'm safe because she's made of garlic. Like, like, like. But he, no, he drives every day to the cemetery in Simi Valley and falls asleep. I was like, oh shit, god damn it, did I do it again? <laughs> Oh, vamp! There's gonna be vampires everywhere, and I forgot the orange juice. He—he just—it's like a bug's life. Like the hero is the fuck up. The, he's the reason the problem exists. Like, 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 just let. And them. I remember too, if I'm not mistaken, his name is Harry, in the picture, and they've got these zombies, the uh, futuristic vampires, going. Harry. And I thought, even as a kid, it's not scary having monsters yell, Harry. Melvin. (laughs) (laughs) Shmool. (laughs) Slimy. (laughs) Maybe Clint. Yeah, what what would be the the scariest name to moan? Lloyd. Lloyd is good. not Lloyd. Lloyd is good. Okay. When The the Shining came out, I was really freaked out because my my dad was kind of a Nicholson figure. (laughs) And I was Danny's age, and my name was Danny, and and my very Nicholson-like dad... (laughs) <laughs> like, like, was like, 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 very embodied by Nicholson, who was saying to a woman, Shelley Duvall was very much like my mom. She was kind of like flighty and nervous, <laughs> and it's just my my parents for some reason, I guess because Kubrick directed it, I was allowed to watch The Shining at ten. <laughs> uh, like, like, yeah, well, it's, I, I guess it's either this or Tit Fraternity, <laughs> which which I was also allowed to watch. But my mom would cover my eyes from behind when there were tits on the screen. Because there's nothing fucked up about that. (laughs) Oh, I'm starting to see tits now gently caressing from behind. (laughs) The alabaster hands of my, of the woman who gave me life. (laughs) Playing reverse peekaboo with me. Uh, that didn't. That that certainly didn't mess things up for my marriage. Uh, I, but 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 the but but it's Nicholson the whole movie going. Do you want to talk about Danny? Dan, where's Danny? And I was I was Danny. I was fucked up. And Nicholson was nuts to begin with in that movie. That's what got me. Yeah. He was crazy at the beginning, <laughs> and then the big thing is that he goes crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what if Nicholson goes crazy? Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's like like uh, like if Herbie the Love Bug was a Formula 1 car in the beginning. <laughs> totally different story. 
Uh, pretty effective movie. Have you? Did you see that documentary, the Shining documentary, where all the uh, about the all the people's theories? Room. Thank you. How many of you have seen the Shining documentary? Boy, <laughs> see, it's too easy an applause getter. <laughs> it's like yelling, "Hey, how many of you are from Brooklyn?" <laughs> Brooklyn, you would watch the Shining documentary. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> it's that kind of crowd. <laughs> the Shining documentary is as popular as Brooklyn. <laughs> it is. Uh, what, what the hell are we talking about? I don't, I, I don't want to go off on a bunch of... Airline. Oh, okay, so I took this huge gross shit on the airplane. <laughs> and I, I, like... Can we, can we just talk about the air, airplane bathrooms yes. and the toilets? That's okay. why I came here. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so I think it's amazing that airplane toilets are designed with the apparent presupposition that turds are like cartoon turds. <laughs> that they're like candy bars that come out of your butt and fall with heavy dry weight down into the bottom of this hopper that's basically dry, and then you push a button and the suction pulls it through, and there's a little bit of water that's just sort of like, you know, in a, it's like, it's like vermouth for a martini. You know, like, sometimes you just wave the bottle around the glass, it's symbolic, like, like, but by and large, you're dependent on just air. Like, oh, I'm in an airplane. So guess what? Sometimes a red eye from LA to New York I'm not serving up baby Ruths. You're serving up Indian food. And so, and so you press the button and the thing goes, Sup! and then you look down and you go, Jesus Christ, there, nothing happened. Like it's, it's just, it just evened it out. It just looks like, it, it, it just looks like a college prank now. It just, uh, it just looks like I did something on purpose. Like, like some woman's gonna come in here next because they're not. There's no men's and women's rooms on the airplane. That's the other fucked up thing. It's like, like, like Jesus Christ! I'm in a metal tube. I'm already stinking the joint up. I, 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 I just look what I've done. I today, today on the red eye from L.A. to New York, I did something I've never had to do in my life on an airplane because I was in that situation. And I had a choice between walking out and leaving this um, situation. I don't want to. I don't. I. I. I this scene. This. Um. This. 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 Uh, this. This. I. I. What, I I'm trying to find the. I don't want to. I don't want to. There was just. There was just. There was just so much. That it was like anyone that came in, no matter what they were going to do, they were going. They were going to feel like. Like, like, this is business class? <laughs> like, like, like... And, and then they were gonna come out of the bathroom and look around at the six other people, you know, and, and, and land their eyes on me playing Minecraft, and, and I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> so, so I just, and I, I really, it wasn't, it was beyond, like, embarrassment. It was more like, like, honestly, like, I wouldn't, I was empathy. Like, I was like, what would I want to encounter when I came back into a bathroom, when I came into a bathroom? Like, it, it was, like, to the point where it was, like, kind of, like, it was fucked up. It was, like, a scene in the, in the bowl. 
And I, and I, I, I please appreciate my candor, and I'm sorry if you listen to this podcast with your family while you eat. And I, <laughs> and I, it's too far gone now, and it just like, but I, I, I just want to confess to you. I just want to explain this to you for the best possible reasons in the world. I took some the dry paper towels from the hand dispenser, and I like went down in there. <laughs> And I and I and I and I was like I, I just kind of like shoved and kind of like like I, I was just like like just just something needs to touch this. No water is touching it. That so, m mankind needs to step in. And I and I just like 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 kind of and then I, I created like a sort of like a like a like I don't know what, a, what, what and, and, and a musket like 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 what the <laughs> you know like a. Like, like a, like a, like a, you know, like Wadding. a package. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I, was, I kind of just a like tingler. <laughs> yeah. And then I press the flush button again, and, I, and you, there's always that pause, and you're like, D does it, does the button do anything? And I go, <laughs> you know, and 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 it was like it still didn't do anything. It just sucked the paper towels through, and there was just more. It was just, it was just, it still looked like something had happened, and I, so I did it again, and I did it more, and I. I just kept flushing, and then I, t I gradually, and I also, like, as I was washing my hands, and I took the hot, soapy water, and I was like, okay, and I took a, I was like, and I, and I, I, I took it over from the sink and dropped it into the toilet. It's like, this, this just needs, like, a dose of what a normal toilet has. Like, this happens every day. Nothing changed about my ass. Like, 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 this toilet needs to be, like, a normal toilet. It just needs water in it. And and, and 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 so like 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 nine flushes and I wash my hand and I'm talking to the thing and I and, and, and at a certain point there's always that point in the bathroom if you're in there too long the, the light comes on and says please return to your seat <laughs> and you always take it personally <laughs> you're like they know <laughs> they're talking to me like like they're, they're like you you return to your seat and I, and I came out and then the flight attendant like met me face to face as I came out and she looked at me helpfully <laughs> and said, and I, I wrote it down. <laughs> when I got back to my seat, including the apostrophe, um, she said, you doing okay? <laughs> And I, and I must have looked like, like, <laughs> like James Woods, like a, like a Joe. I, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, I was like a weird smuggler character. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think she was asking, why did you have to flush nine times? And I wanted to say, because your toilet isn't made for poop. Because I care. Because I'm a better toilet than your toilet. It's not because there's anything wrong with me. It's because I know how society works. And your plane doesn't. So land it. And, and let, me, let me go do a show. And uh, uh, yeah, um, that's, that's what happened. See, I flew back from LA. And I didn't even take a shit on the plane. I went into the bedroom, oh, bathroom, and the restroom, whatever they call it on a plane, and, and there was shit filled in the toilet. And I said, I gotta get out of here because they're all gonna blame me. Uh, is that too? Yeah. And sure enough, when I walk out like the prettiest girl <laughs> on the plane walks in there, 
And I felt like, you know, should I go over to her and say, no, that wasn't me who took a shit. That was someone else. I, I looked at the shit. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw I'm it. I'm on the same page as you. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to know I was against it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's funny how we all have these butts uh, <laughs> with poop coming out of them all the time, like like up to three times a day, and then around that we've built this society in which there's so much room for so much nuance, but but there's like an umbilical point, which is our fucking <laughs> shitty assholes. Like, like you can really be reduced. Now, to... how do you feel about those toilets? Like, I remember when I was a kid, you could drop a concrete block in a toilet and it would flush it. And now it does, it's silent. There are these toilets like Kind of simmers and... And yeah, you don't even see the water moving. You don't hear anything. <laughs> yeah, because it's good for the environment. Oh, yes. Because, because, because that's where, what's killing the planet. Is, <laughs> is, was us flushing. It wasn't. It wasn't anything to do with the the behavior of giant manufacturers and transglomerates. Like, 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 like it, 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 yeah. It's it's definitely. Isn't that amazing? How every time the fuck it, there's a giant like impending disaster, like it always just trickles down to us, and people go like, it, uh, floss twice, floss twice. <laughs> Floss twice and never use the same string, or wait, use the same string three times and then and then wear that as a hat. <laughs> if everyone does that, it'll affect the string thing. And we're like, okay, well, I'm a human being, so I certainly don't want to kill the planet. And then it's like, it had nothing to do with that. It doesn't have anything to do with your fucking garbage. Like, 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 I remember the news was reporting when, when uh, Ronald Reagan, when he was president, he got shot. And a newscaster actually said, if the president is shot at, how safe are we? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a good, it's a good, 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 good opportunity to, yeah, like, start getting more guns out there. Oh, Reagan. <laughs> All right, so, Gilbert. Yes. We're, we're friends now. Oh, yes, we're inseparable. So, so. You and me, we're going to be partners, you and me. <laughs> You and me, when other friendships fail, we'll travel. <laughs> see, I knew all of you came here to see a Martin and Lewis imitation. It's New York, baby. Uh, I was just, I, I, I don't know how to do this because if I were, you, like, my big thing is, like, if somebody solicits <laughs> something, okay. then it's hard for me to do. I just, I was just, I was just. <laughs> your Seinfeld impression is kind of legendary. <laughs> like, like, like you. Uh, yeah, you... I, I used to. I started imitating Seinfeld before anyone knew who he was. <laughs> when he was just another comic in the clubs, 
And I was just, I would go on stage and imitate Seinfeld, and the other comics and the waitresses would be laughing and applauding, and they'd come in, and the one person who wouldn't come in the room when I was doing that was Seinfeld. Who then was named Jerry. Yeah, he was just playing Jerry. <laughs> and he would, he'd be walking angrily back and forth in the bar going, that doesn't sound anything like me. <laughs> I don't have a high-pitched, annoying voice. <laughs> Is it? This, I just sometimes I wonder if if Seinfeld has any opinions about uh, <laughs> uh, patio furniture. <laughs> or I'm why sorry. do people have patio furniture? <laughs> Is it because they need furniture for their patio? <laughs> 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 you can basically say anything. It's like, <laughs> why do people put cream in their coffee? Is it because they want coffee with cream? <laughs> Dan, Dan, don't you have a have a Jerry McSeinfeld? Uh. I think, I, yeah, we have a podcast character, Jerry McSeinfeld. I yeah. can't, I'm usually pretty drunk when I... And I'm drunk now. And I, <laughs> I can't, I, I'm assuming that Jerry McSeinfeld sounds like, Oh, why oh, have you ever noticed that, that uh, cl clovers have... Why do they have to have four leaves? Why can't they have three? But, I mean, that's, I don't think that you we know, should bring I'm, that up I'm right just, now. I'm known, I'm known for my Irish, <laughs> my Irish Vincent Price. <laughs> that tingler is loose in the theater. <laughs> oh, be careful now. Oh, the tingler's coming for you. <laughs> Oh, the lights are out. You're, you're going to have to scream and tell, tell your friends about this movie. Scream! Scream for your lives! Uh, I'm glad that happened. I want to... Can I complain about subways for a sec? Your subways are amazing. They're so good. Everybody, you have great subways. But I, there's this sense of impending doom you feel on the subway. Because underground, you don't have your phone, obviously. I mean, you have it, but it doesn't work. But like, and then you could go above ground, so you always actually have your phone service, but you feel trapped. It's probably the iron bars, I'm not gonna lie. But, but what really traps you is the fact that to go outside and then come back in just to check a text message costs $2. And that, that $2? Is, in, is slavery. It, it traps everyone underground and makes them all stressed out because they don't want to pay $2. That's they, not going anywhere. I they, don't know. They can't, they, they can't just put cell phone uh, like repeaters down there? Well, I don't know. They don't do that, right? Yeah. You're trapped 
But you're never trapped. You can always just walk up a stairwell. You just have to pay another $2 to get back under. One of the trains I'm being told, I'm, I'm just being informed. <laughs> One of the trains has cell service. I was, I remember, you know, when I was a kid, I think everything's changed now because I know, like, 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 you know, there's the, that concept of the graffiti-laden subway trains. They're a, really nice. Yeah, they're, they're kind of nice now, and I remember riding on them in the, in the early aughts. Um, but uh, <laughs> when I... That's the year 2000. Growing up, uh, when you're watching movies, it's just like the subways are like these things that like, they rumble and they're like movie sets, you know? And there's like there's these gang members like come out and they're like, <laughs> attention people! <laughs> like, and, and then everyone like reads their newspaper with their umbrellas and goes like, oh, I won't pay attention. And that, that's the tyranny of the city. And they're like, I am warlord <laughs> Leon Zaxxon. <laughs> And y'all are my subsidiaries. <laughs> and then like the, the, the story, the whole point of the story is that some guy stands up and goes, "Dude, I've had it with you." <laughs> and I don't know how much of that is based on truth. Uh, like, <laughs> I've ridden the subway a couple times and none of that happened. But I, I, I assume that doesn't happen every time. But I mean, I've seen enough of the Last Dragon to know. Uh, <laughs> To know that, that Converse are kissed and, uh, yeah. All right, anyways. We should, I feel like we should meet people from New York. Uh, I, you know, I, I want to I, I don't know if this is better. indicative of our runtime, but Erin texted me. Erin's sick. She's back in L.A. She texted me a minute ago and said, how did it go? <laughs> it's 10.33 p.m. And I'm like, well, it, it went. Erin, that's her name. It's going. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, should get someone from the, the balcony, though, if that's okay. At least one person. <laughs> no one on the bottom floor is applauding that idea. Well, what, are we, what are we really basing on? Like, I don't know. I just We've had a couple balcony shows, you know. Gil Gilbert, is there any kind of person you've ever wanted to talk to? I <laughs> uh, know, so let's skip this whole segment of the show. Yeah. It's hard to... It's if hard someone to... in the balcony would like to leap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I'm what's that? I'm in pain. You're in pain. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's that. She's in pain. <laughs> we've, got, we've got that as a fallback. <laughs> She is in pain. I mean, I, I ask that sometimes. I go, who's in pain? Because it's like the opposite of comedy, and my shtick is irony. And we meet, we meet interesting people. But what? rarely are they actually in pain, I've noticed. Well, sometimes the pain that throbs the hardest with them is the lack of being on stage. I just... <laughs> like, a lot of times, they're like, ow, my... My spotlight bone is, is killing me. <laughs> yeah, one of these days, I just want someone who's actually just has a back problem or something. <laughs> he's loving life. He's having a great time. She's, she's saying she's really in pain. <laughs> well, I, I, think, I, think, I think God's telling us that we should, we, should, we should indulge this young lady down in front here. <laughs> I say we roll the dice. Because the alternative is that we kind of like, I don't know, she screams out, I'm in pain, and we ignore her, and it's a joke. <laughs> I don't like what that says about the society. I, 
Nice. She's got a back problem. That's What's your I name, wanted. young lady? Lana. Let's thank Lana for coming up. Let's see. Sit down and let's 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 get to know your pain a little bit. Holy mother cross. Yeah, right. it's tough. Um, Have a seat. You can't, you're, you're trying to endear them with an apparent stage fright after going, I'm in pain! I want to be up there. I am an actual fan. Well, um, yeah, okay. But you're also not like, holy fuck, there's a bunch of people. I guess no, I got, okay, I you am. Seen it's from wonderful. Same. Oh, okay. Right. Also, also, hello. Uh, hello. How are you? What's, hello. what's, what's <laughs> have you met Gilbert Gottfried? <laughs> what, Holy what? motherfucking shit, it's Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, also... Uh, I'm uh, here, too. Hey, okay. hey, um, hey. <laughs> hey. Hi, hey, hi, hey. Hi. I never oh, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Holy motherfucking shit! <laughs> it's not that hard, is it? I mean, come on. He did it. What's, uh, what's going on with your back? Uh, my back has this weird has this weird thing that's, because uh, I'm an Ashkenazi Jew. So, <laughs> woo! Um, so I'm inbred as balls. <laughs> so, uh, Fill me in on the Ashkenazi thing, Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, see, those are two things. That's another applause getter. Ashkenazi Jews! How many, <laughs> I think, I, I'm How so many Ashkenazi Jews in the audience have watched the documentary on The Shining <laughs> while living in Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm from Wisconsin. We have Oshkosh. What's that? What is an Ashkenazi, an Ashkenazi Jew? What does that mean? Uh, it means we're from Eastern These Europe. are Jews who watch Ozzy and Harriet. <laughs> It means it means you're like you're like uh, Woody Allen Jew, but like way cooler. <laughs> These aren't clear answers. <laughs> um, it, Eastern European Jews. Uh, well, uh, uh, white Jews. Wait, uh, are Jews okay. not yeah. white? So as a, wait, so, so Eastern European as opposed to as opposed to oh okay okay got it got it. Caucasoid Jews. <laughs> okay, I get it. I get it. Uh, all right. So, and and and, and you. Uh, so your your back is. You have a bad back. Yep. 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 But it's cool because every time that I don't have like an allergy or like a stomach problem, I'm just like, hey. Are Ashkenazi Jews known for not having allergies or stomach problems? <laughs> I don't know. This is my first time. All right. All right, New York's a big city. I say we keep we keep looking for people. Sorry. Let's thank Lana, everybody. Thank you, thank you. There's nothing wrong with her. Nothing wrong with her. I, I don't. I, I mean, there's something wrong with her. She has back problems. I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with her as a human being. I was right. Physical pain isn't the way to go here. <laughs> you asked for it. She, she did nothing wrong. She's a good person. No, it's my fault. I say we keep going, though. Let's 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 plumb the depths. All right. So. I say we get someone with a dread disease. <laughs> someone who's got three days to live. <laughs> yeah, Duchovny. What are you guys calling out? I want to talk about fathers. You want to talk about fathers? Mine's dead. Yours is dead. Okay. 
Let's put a pin in that. I'll put a pin in that. I got a dead father over here. You know what? Let's go. Uh, 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 why, why am I? Let's go out there. Is this wireless? Because I can't hear you guys that well. Oh, I just realized how loud I am when I'm up there. I keep shouting into the mic. Who is, who is raising their hand over here? Wait, hold on, over, over. Is it somebody, what, what, what did you have? Such a I'm, professional I'm black. He's, he's black, he's half black. Woo! Wait, wait, uh, and this, this guy's got a rebuttal. Uh, I'm kind of black. He's kind of black. Is that more or less than half black? He doesn't remember. That's, that's severe. I'm, like, that's serious, I'm like, take, as hard as it is to I'm be gonna fully black or half black. I'm going to take a wild guess. Yes, I'm going to take a wild guess that there's no 100% black person in this audience. Let's beat, let's oh, beat Gilbert's challenge. <laughs> You're, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Balcony. 100% black. And gay. Come on, buds, come on. New York! We got New York! 100% black and gay. In your face. Uh, are, now, you, are, now you, before... are you in any pain aside from the obvious? Just a. <laughs> no physical pain, just deep spiritual pain. Deep spiritual pain. <laughs> now, you... you're 100% black. You're not a security guard here, are you? Oddly enough, no. It's weird. I tried it, it didn't turn me down. He's a, he's a fan of mine, Gilbert. <laughs> eat it, eat it. <laughs> I have a 100% black gay fan. <laughs> right here. But what do we think? 100% black, how do we even know? I mean, I mean, we're doing like basic rounding up probably, but it's all far as I know. Well, rounding up is how the, I mean, that's a terrible. I'm sure, there's a, I'm sure there's a drop, I'm sure I've got drops of something somewhere, but as far as I know, it's 100% black. I'm sure Thomas Jefferson somewhere in there was like. Hey, he was like, you're a great, 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 great grandma, it's real good. I mean, I know, yeah, I think we all are kind of like, a little less uh, pure than anyone would. Uh, I don't think yeah, anyone of us want to be, right? Or isn't it that <laughs> white people want to be a quarter Cherokee? And <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but 100% black, as far as you can tell. Yeah. You've, you, you traced it back. Yeah. Where does the gayness come in? <laughs> do you, do you I, I, I think we all know where the gayness comes in. <laughs> and, and Gilbert! I would rather not picture it in my head right now. <laughs> no, come on. It's 2014. We all want to picture it in our heads. Uh, uh, I, I'm kind of curious about, like, like, uh, are you, sorry, are you, are you uh, New York raised and uh, reared? No, I'm. <laughs> are you, are you a New York native? I'm not a New York native. I'm a DC native. DC. Really? Wasn't that the, the murder capital of the world for No, a no, no. AIDS infestation. Infestation. Infestation? AIDS, AIDS capital of the AIDS world? AIDS capital world, yes. Did that Murder change? capital world was like Jersey, I think, or Baltimore. Uh. 
Camden. Then not Jersey then, but somewhere else, but not DC. Right. Is, like, is it true that when gay guys have anal sex, they scream out, the tingler is loose in the <laughs> The tingler, the tingler is loose in the... <laughs> I'm wondering how you know all this. <laughs> <laughs> how do you, okay, let's ask some standard <laughs> gay questions. <laughs> if you'll indulge them. Go. Uh, not, and you're not an ambassador of gayness. <laughs> Uh, I, I, so I want to get subjective. This is a question I always, I always am curious about. Is there a moment in your life when you knew? When you, you did you think like, uh oh, there's a division? Like, like, like I, I think differently. I feel differently, and I think it's more than just like me being an individual. I think I'm on the other side of a line that's being drawn somehow. Was there, was there, was there a crucial moment in your life? No, no, no I never had that. Like, uh. Oh wow, I'm a gay moment. I just sort of had like, oh, you like dudes, you like chicks. I like dudes too, but you don't kind of thing. It's hmm. really easy back while I was growing up. Where uh, is it? Just uh, really easy in DC? It's easy. Actually, no, it's not. I don't know how I got that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's easy for you. Maybe it's, it's easy for me. That's Maybe all. It's I'm, a I new generation. Say. Yeah, oh. from, for me, I had it easy. But yeah, I've never had like a, a against each other moment or like a. Here is the division line, so sort of always new. Like oh. I think that might be a Gen X thing. Like every gay character in every movie has to have a monologue where they're like, and then Toby got out of the swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> and and he said, Do you want to have a sleepover? And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, because we both like girls, right? And I said, Yeah. And I was lying. <laughs> uh but maybe, maybe you're, maybe, maybe you're part of a new generation of star children that was like, saw those movies, and you're like, ah, I'm one of the, I'm gay. <laughs> I'm not gonna make the mistake that guy made. I don't know. I mean, I didn't have a Benson Price moment, so I wanted. <laughs> Spider's delight. Your birthday cake covered in demons. <laughs> My name is Harry. <laughs> All the vampires call me Harry. <laughs> What's the... Uh, okay, now let's talk about something really, really sensitive, but probably not in New York, because New York is a, the, the, the most advanced, progressive, incredible city on the planet. But everywhere else, like, inquiring minds want to know... <laughs> Where does the black and the gay intersect? Like, what is the conflict on that Gaza Strip? Because, because, because white, straight, fat Jim Belushi's like me, we worship gay people and black people. And, and if you want to know the God's honest truth, and I can confess this to you and no one else, at a certain point we're like, black people are yesterday's news, they can take care of themselves now. Gay people are the new black. But in any case, I'm sorry to break that to you, but but <laughs> but 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 I, I but but also there's like this unspoken thing. It's like 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 to the extent that you can circumscribe black culture, like like to and there should I mean like like black culture shouldn't have like such a it's a like there's there's a homophobia that's allowed, right? Like right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes. 
Yes, is the answer to your question. Like yes, it's not is. it's not as called out because what are we supposed to do? We're gonna kick down every door and go like everybody ex- ex- except gay people, and then we're like like, like well, <laughs> black people. We'll be we'll put a pin in it. <laughs> it's like, like, like we're already we'll trying come to, back to you. We'll come back to you. We, 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 got, we, we got don't want to be hypocrites and like like come into your living room and go like you black people are not tolerant enough. <laughs> That's, they're, they're, it's too meta for us. Like, uh, <laughs> right, okay, you could be homophobic for a little while longer. We just uh, we'll figure that out when the time comes. We'll get a it's, pass it's, and deal with you later. And I guess I, you know, it's like 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 suburban white kids in the '90s, like listening to gangster rap. It's like there's heavy overtones of you know, if you were gay listening to that stuff and you were black, I would think that you would be, you would be like, shit, it's <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh fuck. It's a little bit like that. It's like, it's like well, fuck, what am I going to listen to now? But at the same time... <laughs> Garth Brooks? <laughs> Garth Brooks is really good sometimes, I hear. <laughs> yeah. He's not going to help you. I could try that, I guess. <laughs> no, it's weird. It's this weird dichotomy because you have these two minorities and they both have their own, like, uh, sort of psychologies about them. Like, uh, you know, you're black, you're this. You're, you're gay, you're this. You know, it's not really intersection, intersecting a lot for people's mentalities. But, I mean, you sort of work it out. You figure it out. Everybody works everything out. I feel like, like, why, 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 why is every every cultural movement in our country, like, why do I get the feeling that the unspoken uh, foundation of it is the idea that white people are going to end everything, like, including <laughs> racism, like, like, white, white, if if racism is is a problem that can be solved, white people will take care of it. <laughs> I think you're missing point. It's more like white people going to end in like 40 years. Well, like, yeah, <laughs> like, like I, think, I think that's what we're working against. I think I think I think white people are like, like, well, we're, we're, what do we do about racism? Let's have a meeting about racism and it's like, like well i think i think yeah exactly we'll just make more more, more of us into real like i'll populate you I'll populate <laughs> you just sort of what do you okay so all right so when you have a friend and they're black do you mean friend or you mean friend <laughs> not like in a gay way is that what you mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> like I, I feel like my six black friends Six? Six. Well, one of them's probably going like me. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> one, one of them, J- J- Jerry Miner is listening right now and going, "Don't you dare!" Is the medical Brown back there saying no? <laughs> yeah, that's no. yeah, like. Wait. I, I, that's... As a black man, when you see black people coming at you, do you get scared? Oh man, I'd be dead across the street so fast now. <laughs> but oh, no, actually, you know, what? I'll answer that question. That's a good question. I do. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's like people get scared of people. Like, I'm not, like, but I can't, if, like, if, I'm, if somebody's white gets scared, they're like, oh, going across the street. If I'm black, there's another black person coming towards me. Like, gotta stay on the same side of the street, though. Can't, can't leave. It's just, like, you see people who aren't you. You don't know them. I don't know who you are. Well, I cross the street when I see strangers coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, like, if it's, if it's a black stranger, I gotta stay on this side. Like, oh, any other stranger, okay, cross the street. Black stranger, damn it. Can't yeah. do it. It was yeah, up, man. It's that whole thing. <laughs> I, uh, I, t- I, t- I'm, I'm, I have to, yeah. Uh, the, you just stay on the same side, give him a fist bump as you walk by us. I'm always wondering, like the elephant in the room with with uh, with with race in the 21st century is now that we've we've accomplished the fact that we go like, you know what? This is an artificial construct. It absolutely is physically because uh, two random 
white people like would be physically as different from each other as um, like a black person from a white person. It's a, it's a, in, a, in, a, in a technical kind of like sense, it is an artificial construct that's being perpetuated, like the idea that there is such a thing as race. And I get that, but at the same time, like we are like, we have all this momentum. So it's like when a black person walks in the room, like I don't, like my 41 year old white brain never goes, never, never, it, it never is unaware of race. Like I go, a black guy can just walk to the room. <laughs> Now I can, I can. Well, if that's true, then why didn't you bring me upstage when I came in first? Well, I, don't, I, I didn't. I, I mean, I listen. You can, you can come <laughs> can by any time. Can I ask a question? When you're happy or excited, do you ever yell "Dynamite"? <laughs> <laughs> for those of you, for those of you listening and not seeing, <laughs> our, our our guest bears a resemblance. <laughs> it's possible if you're just listening, that could have sounded incredibly racist. <laughs> but the truth is, there is a resemblance. But uh, that doesn't mean I'm not incredibly racist. No, 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 that's still an option. It right can be both. <laughs> I what I always want to know, and I only want to know just recreationally now, because I'm 41 and I'm just like, I'm dying. I'm just like, wow, that's, I can't change my brain. But I'm always curious, like, because like, I think 85% of everybody's always full of shit. And, and, and like, 85% of people in, the, in, the, in a certain age were like, Oh, uh, race matters a lot, and so we should be really mean to people that are that are, that look like this instead of like that. And then, and then we entered a new era where we're like, okay, because of the work of heroes and brave people that risked shit and did difficult things, then we entered an era where we're like, okay, race is not supposed to matter. But we also just entered an era where 85% of people, i.e., idiots, just started going, I'm going to start enforcing that like a fucking idiot. Like, like you're still talking to a bunch of dumb people who are like now lynching racists instead of, they're just writing letters to TV Guide and going, I couldn't help but notice that I don't know if I'm being a responsible thing. It's like, like you're still an idiot. Like, 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 like you're. You, we just went from a different, from one form of coward to another form of coward. And and and, and I always wonder, like, in, the, in in when you cancel all that out and just go, everything cowardly is cowardly, and everything brave is everything brave. What in the grand scheme of things, like, what is the actual definition of not? racist is it actual because the modern definition porn stars become, what's that porn stars porn stars oh well, yeah por the pornography industry has like achieved it right like <laughs> is that what you mean because it's like we don't like 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 they, they have every license to be grody like but it's just sort of like like this is absolutely true because you know i i love porn titles where they twist around the real movie titles like Rambone and everything like that. They, I know you love I that. I saw one, a porn film that was a black guy and a white girl and it was called Amos and Candy. <laughs> That's 100% true. I thought That's 100% true that you want that? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's going on my list tomorrow. <laughs> Check it out. I, it would make me feel a little bad watching it. I, uh, uh, 
just out of uh, alliteration. I just always wonder, like, is consciousness of race racism, or is like, because 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 now that that's become the new definition of racism, now that it's like, if you it's like you could go into a room full of people, and the first person that acknowledges race, like, that's a weakness. That's a human weakness. That's like, and it's the actual like, it's the less brave. It's the easier thing to do to like. Like Ignore it's the more socially acceptable thing to point racism out. Racism is that whoever smelt it dealt it. What, yeah. <laughs> whoever smelt it dealt it. Yeah, that's the new rule of of, of racism. It's like <laughs> it is true that someone that would be cognizant of race and might reflect that that might be a symptom of of latent racism. But at the same time, like I would wonder, like like oh, are, now that we're rooting that out, what's left? Like, aren't we actually just like creating some weird garden where? We, we, we. You're always obsessed with race. Like, I, I, I have so many friends who come to me, hey, man, like, no offense, but ask, like, you're black, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, well, as a black man, just, just ask a question. Like, I, you have a question, just ask it. Yeah, but as curious, don't know that. I think people are also, like, pretty obsessed with, like, race as the first thing. Like, oh, I have this question, but it's about race. I'm just not going to address it at all. I'm just going to dance around the kind of thing. Like, yeah. oh, there's a black guy. Like, okay, whatever. But if your friend was a redhead, you and if there or a blonde or a brunette, my friend is a redhead. Your friend, uh, that's pretty hot. Uh, <laughs> you, there, 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 there's the same emphasis on, a, on on consciousness of it, and that I think that's the goal, right? You go like, my friend's tall, my friend's a redhead, my friend has freckles, my friend has my friend's blonde, and there's blonde jokes, and there's redhead stereotypes, and there's all this stuff, and these are these are phenotypical characteristics that you're supposed to be, you can be conscious of, and you can be entertained by, you can be amused by, but the big difference is race, which is an artificial construct, has this wall where it's representative. It's like as if, if, if you took redheads and you said some weird shit about them and then there was like this crazy wall and everyone was like walking on eggshells and there was all this weird energy. About well, I've, I've never had friends who are scared to just sort of say... Uh, for lack of a better term, just racist shit. Like, they make jokes about race, make jokes about, like, you know, black guy joke, white guy joke, whatever kind of joke, and just sort of do it. And sort of like, uh, like there are, like, people, you're one of the people now who have, who are, in your comedy, you address race. Like, oh, it's a factor of our life. It's going to be a joke, but, I mean, it doesn't have to be, like, you don't have to dance around it kind of thing. You don't have to be on eggshells. Yeah. And so I think, like, there's, there are people who know, like, oh, there's race. Okay, whatever. And there's race. Oh, there's race. Kind of thing. <laughs> So like for like for, for me, it's just always been like people I know. It's just like, oh yeah, we're black. We're gonna keep on moving. What's, is there another question? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, I can't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so glad you came up here and made me feel uh, like a better person, <laughs> which is the new racism. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> what was your name again? I forgot. <laughs> just here. What's that? Jasiri. Jasiri. I obviously never asked that because that's a weird name. Jasiri. Right. Right. <laughs> right. You're like a Game of Thrones character. I, I could be. I very well could be from somewhere else. Uh, will you stay up here and play Dungeons and Dragons with us? Uh, I'm getting a sign. Yes. I've never played. Uh, well, yeah, it's okay. Either has Gilbert Gottfried, and he's going to be like crucial to the. To the uh, I think it's very important for me to mention. He's wearing a Batman T-shirt, and on my podcast, <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast, we interviewed Adam West. Yeah, yeah. No, you See, should it listen was to just, it. it came in in conversation. 
People should listen to Gilbert Gottfried's podcast. There's no question about that. You can hear it on GilbertGottfried.com <laughs> and subscribe to it on iTunes or SideshowNetwork.tv. Now, if SideshowNetwork.tv, a, a favor, can you go right to the mic and go, "Hey, hey, hey"? <laughs> I think what you're asking for is, "Hey, hey, hey." What you're asking for? Well, that's that's rerun, isn't it? Isn't yeah. it? Can you go, what you talking about? Wait, now, okay. This is, this is racism. Sure. Because the only sure. thing in cow, he, he looks a little bit, he looks like Jimmy Walker. Like, so the dynamite thing was not racist. <laughs> hey, 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 and what you talking about is racist. Because you're saying, do things that other black people do. Shanene. <laughs> oh, all right. Thanks, front row guy. No, no, no. What, did, what, what, what was Rerun's catchphrase? What was Rerun's catchphrase? Uh, he didn't just say what's happening. He, that was the title of the show. He used to dance, Rerun. He had that... Somebody said, hey, hey, hey. It wasn't Shanae. No, he hey. was oh, you, the you guy... Fat Albert. No, that, no, no, yes, <laughs> no, I know. No, Fat no, Albert said, guy, hey, hey, hey. The guy who was... S- someone else said, hey, oh, hey, hey. His name... <laughs> his name was Dwayne. I think Dwayne used to go, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, no. What? And, and Fat Albert was, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. See, that it was, was a sure. subtle difference. Yeah. I think we've learned a lot about African Americans today. All right, we're going And gonna... I want you all to remember that Dwayne said, hi, hi, hi. And Fat Albert was, hey, hey, hey. We're going fi- to gonna, we're, we're gonna find, we're gonna find a female or at least somewhat feminine friend. Uh... I'm we, sorry, Balcony. We, ha- we have someone who called out, I'm also gay. I tried. And offered we could have an all-gay stage. Those words don't bye. make sense. And now, now we have people yelling out, bye, bye. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, blind? Oh, fuck this, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. This is insane. I, I, I actually, I, I completely forgot this. I was, uh, uh, I was going to, I was thinking about this. What's your name, sir? Uh, Rory. Rory, you're, are, you, are you totally blind? Yes. Can't see anything. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm defining it for you. <laughs> but like some people go like, oh, I'm... Uh, I can't, I, I can't, can't, uh, how do we get you up there? I don't, I don't, uh, okay, all right. Walk. Okay, Rory, sis, Rory's sister's gonna bring him up. I thought. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, gay lady, but if you're upset, then you're a terrible person. <laughs> okay. I'm assuming Rory's sister has been through worse than this. Like, she's. This is some precarious shit, even for the sighted. Are we cool? Can I, shall I take over from here? Okay. This is, this is like unreal that this is happening right now. Okay. All right. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry. Hold on. Stay still for a Stay second. Still. I want to move some stuff for you. Okay. Wait, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit you in the chair that I was sitting in. I'm, I'm really flustered, like, because I, I... 
because I feel very nervous that I'm, I'm going I'm to put this mic in this stand and I'm going to sit you in this chair. Okay. So the chair is right here. I'm sorry if I'm, I'm being politically incorrect by like, like, like. I, I always say fuck political correctness. I'm Woo! against it. <laughs> and, um, I, always, I, always, I thought you were going to say, I always say fuck political oh. correctness. I can't fucking see. <laughs> well, that's you. Who is I, this fucking guy? Aaron Hillis, everybody. Aaron Hillis. He loves ice. Rory, he loves are you, ice. Uh, are you are you a drinker? Do you need? Yeah. A drink? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's help this <laughs> out. Oh my yes. Uh, is there, are, can we get a cup from back there? And so because uh, uh, there's and, only. Uh, if I have a if I have a story I can share that I thought was actually very relevant um, to the conversation. Uh, not you know not to say that like the black culture is necessarily like homophobic, but like the idea of certain black people who want equal rights but are still homophobic. I just had a, I had an experience that um, that was very like exemplified that because mm -hmm. um, I have I sort of have this problem where whenever I'm drunk in public I forget that it's not okay to make racist jokes. <laughs> so 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 like it was. What do they call that racist? <laughs> so all right. So I was. I know you can't see, but I want you to know you're killing right now. <laughs> Um, and also, here's I, a drink. Oh, uh, you, there you go. Great. Uh, I, I feel terrible about this, but you realize there's not a podcast going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a really good surround sound laugh track. Yeah. Um, now, can I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah. If God came down and right. said, we can give you perfect sight, but you'd have to be black. <laughs> oh, that's that's a toughie. That's. Uh, <laughs> that. That's control. Um. <laughs> um. Wow. I just it just hit me that Gilbert Godfrey just said something to me. That's, <laughs> <laughs> holy fuck! This is not real. Okay. So the story. So yeah, like I said, like I I get drunk and forget that I can't just shout like racist jokes. So anyway, there's this like I was just standing outside and like there's just a bunch of people standing ar uh, around in my college, and like one kid said something about like being white. Like he was just like, oh, he said something about how white he was. So naturally, I was just like, oh, white power, and. <laughs> And like a racist joke. And then like some <laughs> And then there was like there's some black kid standing around and like he got he like kinda like felt like he was like pissed at me. So I was just like, oh shit. So I just went up to him and I was like, hey man, like I don't really mean it. I'm just drunk, I'm just joking around, obviously, like I don't mean it. And he was like, alright, whatever. We like, you know, exchanged, you know, told each other names and stuff. And then like a, like a minute later, he was I think he was in a frat, and I think maybe he was talking to one of his pledgers or something, but he called some kid a faggot, and I was like Dude, you can't get mad when I make a racist joke and then call someone a faggot. Like, that's that's not okay. And he was just like, oh, really? And he got all defensive. And I was like, yeah, because, you know, like, Whoa. blacks are like, you know, they get shit. And then, like, so do gay people. And, like, he got all defensive. And he was like, oh, really? You know, got all like, oh, really? Gays have gone through the same shit that blacks have? And well, I don't know. I mean, you know, they're not shooting gay people to death in Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, I mean, I, 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 I was well, going to say. Well, they still, do still hang them and beat them. 
Yeah, yeah. No, so I'm like, you just like either make jokes about everyone or jokes about no one. You can't like say like, you can't, you know, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna say, oh, you can make jokes about black people, but as soon as you make a blind joke, fuck you, like, you know. <laughs> And I don't think I, I think I think that any individual I think individuals are geniuses and populations are idiots. I mean, I think yeah, that I well, think some, I, I, some I, individuals are idiots too. Some individuals, many individuals are idiots too. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but I do think I, I, I do think if you if you if you cornered an individual person from the quote unquote black community and 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 deposed them about that, they would they, they would go, oh, you're absolutely right. But I also think that you get swept up in the idea that and I and, and I don't say this for applause because I'm a white person. I, I just, I, please don't applaud after I say this, but this is the thing that I always remind myself of. Well, no, what, what, I just asked you specifically not to do something. You said not after. Yeah, oh, you applauded before after. I said it. Okay. Uh, I, 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 like, 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 it really is profound when you realize, like, okay, uh, uh, you, there's, there's a huge amount of analogies you can draw for uh, marginalized populations of any kind, whether you're talking about nerds, um, uh, uh, the physically challenged, uh, 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 sexuality, uh, uh, but, but, but race has this really distinct thing, which is you cannot... Uh, you you just don't have an option. You like you you wake up and you you and I think that there's even if that's not accurate, I think that there's a feeling underneath there. It's like I woke up black this morning, you know, and I. It's not like I. You chose to be gay. <laughs> no no no! God damn it! That's not what I mean. That's not what I mean at all. You chose I just, to be a woman. I just Fuck mean you. that I just mean that gay people can look like straight people in line at the bank. You mean that there's this, over, there's this overpowering presence of, your, of race all the time? What you're saying? I, right? mean, I mean that racism is really, really, really easy to accomplish. You can accomplish it through closed windows of cars. You can accomplish it across countries. You can accomplish it like through binoculars. Like it's 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 like really unfairly like easy to to, well, to knock time, out. Though, we've had so much time to get be racist or learn what racism <laughs> is. Like we've had race in this country since we had this country and we I've always folks about it. And all these other um, social issues that come up, people don't give them much time. They haven't had 150 years to say, oh, yeah, maybe I'm wrong about that. But I please, think. please, everybody that's gay that's listening to me, don't mistake that for me saying that <laughs> anything is harder than anything else. I, I understand also... I'm going to say that being black is harder than being gay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I will argue with you because because also it's like for the very same... I think there's it's apples and oranges oh, or sure. black that's people fair, and gay yeah. people. It's like... <laughs> But apples are way better than oranges. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I, it's, it, it's, it's come to that point in the conversation where it's just a bunch of straight white people like explaining things to <laughs> black gay people, and it's like, whatever. It, 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 it won't wait, do wait, any well, good I'm, from I'm here. Confused. If it's apples and oranges, do I get cherries? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want—I don't want to pronounce anything. I just like—I just want to say out loud, as a as a big fat straight white guy, that I, I like like what fascinates me and what I think about when I'm laying in bed at night, staring at the ceiling, going, "What do blind people think? What do gay people think? What do black people think?" But I, and I, by the way, God damn it, I'm a huge fan of blindness. Oh yeah, it's it's. <laughs> well, I I can I can give you the advice. It's. It's like, it's a lot cooler, you know, from the outside, you know. <laughs> you know, it's... Really? It's not, it's not, 
it's not fun to be deprived of 90% of your primate like, senses. I mean, yeah, it's, you, yeah. Have you heard me on the podcast talk about you? Your, I, you know, I'm actually like, I think I'm like 10 or 15 episodes behind. So my sister was telling me like, she was saying like, oh, in episode like 109 or something, you were talking about blind people, but I, I have not gotten there yet. So. I said you're full of shit. Oh, yeah. I said you're the reason Ralph Nader got so many votes. <laughs> I'm damn proud of it. Um, no, you know, what now, I have said has, in the past... Has any blind person in real life ever said to another person, I want to see what you look like, and then start touching their face? <laughs> <laughs> um, I... I, I don't know all blind people, so I can't. <laughs> that, that's very. Gil, Gilbert Godfrey, I want to know what you look like. Can I touch your face? <laughs> touch his face. Touch his face. <laughs> Gilbert, get your face over to this guy. Here. He's coming. Oh. That, that's, that's, a, that's, a real, that's a real nice face you got. Um, anyway, the, the answer to that question is yes. Yes, it just happened. Can I just touch your face? That may have been the first time, but... <laughs> it has Do you happened. know what his face looks like now? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think I already, I think I already knew. But, uh. <laughs> now, was the movie scent of a woman totally full of shit? I, <laughs> I, I, I'm not familiar with that. Are well, you saying well, you didn't see it? I out? did not. <laughs> <laughs> Well played. No, uh, no, I did not. Old school blind jokes. <laughs> no, you would not be surprised. Like how many of my friends just like something will happen that I didn't expect, and they'll be like, "Huh? Did you not see it coming?" And I'll be like, "All right, that was moderately clever the first seven times." But I got hit and, by a brick. And now it's like I don't. <laughs> so I just want to get some background because yeah. I mean, being blind could uh, like, like yeah. what's, what's the backstory? Born? Um, in that no, way, I was I was born blind in my right eye. And um, I always had problems with my left eye. Like, I could never, like, really read. Uh, like, I could never really read. Like, I, kinda, I could kind of read uh, large print, but not really, like, that well. So I always read Braille. But, like, I could, I could see well enough to, like, get around and stuff like that. But um, it's, oh, I mean, there's, like, a lot of detail to go into. And I honestly, at this point, I can't tell because I've, like, told this story so many times that I can't tell if it's boring or if <laughs> I'm just bored of telling it. But, yeah, it's um, probably somewhere in between. Yeah, it's, it's like, all right. All right, then I'll give like I'll give a I, 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 somewhat. Like, very compacted. few people have made contact. I was just. I was, uh, this is going to be boring. It's me explaining like how <laughs> why I thought it would be interesting to have a blind person up. But it was just. It seems like such kismet. I was just thinking about this yesterday. I was thinking about this coming to New York. Going, we've ne we have a podcast. It's a new society. I bet we have a lot of blind listeners. I wonder if anybody. Uh, out there, like we've never brought a blind person up on stage. I, I just want to point out that it's like magical, but but, but <laughs> for me, you're, for, yeah, for, you're for, so you, blessed. You're, you're so you blessed. you 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 you're like a magical blind person. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're all secretly magical. We just don't tell it. You, I feel like you it. could help me golf better. Yeah, or... yeah. 
Uh, you're like you're like the hitch of not seeing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more or less, I guess. <laughs> um, but I, 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 yeah, I, I, I mean, t- this is this is a dumb digression, uh, and I, it's I, like, I think yeah, it's like a pre-internet like kind of thing. But I remember being fascinated to read that deafness compared to blindness, even though it technically quote unquote impairs you less. Um, because obviously as humans, we, we rely on our eyes more than we rely on our ears, but that, that deaf people are basically for lack of a, for lack of a more diplomatic or longer way of saying it, that they are more alienated, isolated. Yeah, I mean like, cause like, yeah, you can like, a deaf person can get around better, but I mean like, obviously there's a whole language people, like, like a uh, language thing, like, you know, some deaf people can speak, you know, and read lips so they can communicate fine, but like. Yeah, obviously, like, sure, if you're blind, you can't see anything, but, like, you can still just ask people, and, like, you're still, like, perfectly able to communicate, so it's... I also kind of wonder how much the internet changed that, because the internet changed everybody's lives in this audience uh, who can see and hear, and, but there's, like, like, before the internet, there was, like, deaf people and blind people, and it's, like, the internet <laughs> couldn't have polarized those communities more, because uh, if you're, if you're uh, blind before the internet you had the internet of talking to people. <laughs> and deaf people didn't. Oh, they, and they then, took away our one advantage over <laughs> deaf people. And then the once, once the internet happened... That was, like, that was the one thing we had above them. And now... Do, uh, are deaf people, like, vampires and werewolves in Underworld? Yeah. Oh, no, we... Uh, it's, like, d- blind people, deaf people, and, like, people in wheelchairs, and we're all at war with each other. Just... <laughs> I see that movie. I was like, yeah. uh, it's all a big joke to me. Yeah, I love it. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, well, this is, uh, this is great. I'm very proud of myself for yeah, this. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I mean, you... You did a good thing. You, you have definitely improved my life. I really thank you a lot. I, 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 I hope you'd like to uh, play Dungeons & Dragons with us uh, Fuck up here. yeah, I love Dungeons now, I, Spencer, you better not fuck this up. Um, well, I mean, I hope... Is it... Yeah. Should I give you the character sheet? No, I mean... <laughs> that is a really good question. I've just question. been stewing over here. I didn't know what to say. It, um, if I could, like... Yeah, I'm trying to think, like... I could play, like, Cork, and I just, like, know most of his, like, attacks anyway. Pretty much just attacking with a sword. Plus, I really want to fuck things, so, like... <laughs> <laughs> All right. I wouldn't. I don't think I would. Not to mention, like, no one else uses their character sheet anyway, so I don't think I'd be at yeah, too much yeah. of a disadvantage. I guarantee you true, that. Uh, yeah, I have looked at mine as much <laughs> as you would yours. <laughs> I yeah, guarantee so, it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not worried about it. I actually I played D and D over the summer and. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. Okay. I, I, if I were Spencer, I'd be shitting my pants right now because I, I I feel like a blind person playing D and D is like uh, uh, I don't know like a like a like a like a Spanish person taking a salsa class. <laughs> in what sense? I, I, it's, it's like I don't know. It's just in their blood that they're gonna smell bullshit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, I got Sharpie. I don't get I'm gonna, it. Uh, excuse so, me. Gilbert, we yeah. play this game called Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever played, but basically, it's like pretend that what I'm saying is real and pretend you're acting as a character in the setting that I'm describing with my mouth. <laughs> that doesn't oh, make that sense. That makes it all clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I promise it's the clearest way I could do it. I'm not. I yeah. I hope that's the guy who tweeted that same joke and not the guy who read that. So just think of it as a jumping off point. You don't actually have to make any sense of any of those pages. Oh wait, can that's I, good. Can I yeah. just say one random, like unrelated thing, but just something I've always wanted to like? No, sorry. <laughs> It would be amazing to find out what the limits of what you're allowed to say would be. <laughs> and you'd be like, why is Building 7 still standing? <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, and we're like, okay, all right, take it easy. He's like, no, the melting point of steel. And we're like, okay, <laughs> take it easy. Ugh. Thanks for coming. <laughs> uh, why were there no Jews in the building? Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Rory. <laughs> No, what do you want? Yeah, go for it. All right, yeah, this is just just like um, a joke that I'm pretty sure. Is it a racist joke? No, I'm sorry. I I could I could probably think of a good one, but uh, that's not why I asked. No, okay, no, it's 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 a very not racist joke. It's a really lame joke that I'm sure everyone has already heard, but I wanted to tell it to Dan for a very specific reason. Um, All right, Dan, why do seagulls fly over the sea? I don't know. Because if they flew over the bay, they'd be called... Oh, bagels. Bagels. <laughs> uh, uh. Gilbert, Gilbert Gottfried is like, what the fuck is going on? Because he doesn't know how to say bagel. Yeah, I, I pronounced bagel wrong, Gilbert. <laughs> well, no longer. Thanks. Yeah, you got to write both right, of those I got, I, That's what people keep telling me, is just to picture the word bay Goal. Right? Is that it? Bagel? Bagel. Bagel. <laughs> I think I think you could Bagel? say it both ways, though. I think, like, if you actually look stuff up, a lot of these words that are contentious, both of the pronunciations are just right, and everyone just argues about it like it matters. <laughs> I would like a bagel. I've never had tomato. Just <laughs> I would like a bagel. I, again, I'm not going to correct it. I think it's all good. I'd like it's a bagel. <laughs> From Ronald Reagan, <laughs> uh, because it's vague. 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 <laughs> All right. So. Uh, All right. So. Uh, okay. Well, I gave uh, Gilbert Gottfried uh, Chris DeBerg, and I gave. Just. Uh, I'm sorry. It's Jasini. Jasiri. Jasiri. Jasini. Jasiri. I don't know why that sounds worse. Just Siri. Uh, I gave just Siri Dignity Sarsgaard. After, after thinking about it for a long time. And uh, so Rory... Will oh, be, oh, just because ah. he's gay, you're making him a woman. God damn it. <laughs> he's blind, but he sees everything. <laughs> That's <laughs> that's why I ruminated on it. I was like, God damn it. Uh. So uh Harmon, do you wanna do you wanna do your acapella thing or Oh sure, yeah. I'll do uh 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 We've been without music for a while and coping with it. Oh, uh, we're playing Dungeons and Dragons now, Gilbert. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. 
Last time on Harmontown. Our heroes... I gotta say this stuff. I gotta say it. <laughs> Our heroes had just defeated Father Tinder and were dealing with his corpse. As the gang fled, they were accosted by a night watchman who seemed to be wise to their tricks. But Dignity Sarsgaard smoothed things over. Just when they thought they were safe, they found themselves surrounded by guards. But Dignity and her mighty steed provided the gang with a much-needed egress as they escaped the town. However, leaving the safety of the town would prove to be a dangerous move, and no sooner than our heroes had escaped, Admiral Darkstar took after them with the fury of hell. After screaming an elemental summoning, Admiral Darkstar noticed the shard of power floating away from the city and abandoned our heroes to give chase. Dignity's mount pissed on a fire elemental, pissing off his leg. And with that, our heroes escaped the flaming foe, finding freedom in a foul fen. <laughs> People love alliteration. They love it. I love it, too. Approaching the first door they saw, our heroes encountered a showering woman, and after terrifying slash objectifying her, our heroes played it off like it was no big thing and asked for her help. But what thing was going to happen? How would the gang whatever? And what of the blank? Find out next time on Placeholder. All right. So everybody has questions, right? Yeah. <laughs> questions. This is that point in the D&D where everyone goes, what's going on? I mean, <laughs> and this is, I, I usually know what's going on, but I, I'm a bit uh, fuzzy, if I'm honest. Like, I, I'm like like 15 episodes behind, so I have absolutely no idea. Yeah, and we also just released the last episode that happened today, so I didn't even get a chance to listen to it. Needless to say, they left the village and arrived at a naked woman's house. <laughs> And we were looking through the window at her. Yeah, and showering. And we came in through her door, right? Yeah, it was, no, I mean, you looked at the window. She saw you doing that, freaked out, and then you entered her house. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to keep her quiet. Okay, so that's where I, we, Yeah. Okay, so I'm... Yeah, we're... Inter okay, I can... Okay. Le, le, young lady. Is she young? Uh, she's, she's... You can't tell her age. She might be elvish. Uh, lady... Take it easy. We just need a place to hide out. See? <laughs> yeah. Um, it doesn't seem like a very convincing statement, but when you put it out there, she's like, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, it is one of the only uh, windows in this swamp, so. We're, 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 we're within the confines of Rose... Rose, Rose? No, you're outside of Rose. We left book. that city. You, yeah, you, went, you ran and off found into place. a swamp. Do you have any questions? I, I stopped paying attention an hour ago. <laughs> That's fine, too. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna complain. I guess he has a question. Well, then we can't help you. <laughs> What's your question? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, but I'd like to think no one has to know or does know anything that happens. Yeah. Yeah, but just pretend... No, it's a terrible some, idea. Just pretend some people entered a naked lady's house. You're all set. That's... Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's honestly, it's, a, it's the worst idea in the history of entertainment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Okay. And yeah, now you it's, do. It's like, imagine if every week Ugly Betty was about something different. <laughs> <laughs> but she was she was a different kind of ugly, and I, it just it was always on a, it was on CBS every other week, and then. <laughs> Like they move, kept moving it between Friday and Wednesday, and it's just a bad idea all around. And uh, somehow we keep loving it. They cancel this on y'all. So, like Ugly so, Betty. <laughs> Gil, 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 Gilbert, just 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 say anything. Just random. riff, yeah. Just so we no, can. No, I I've given up. <laughs> just so we can say that you played D and D with I us. I don't know what this whole thing's about. It's acting, but instead of a stage, I'm saying the stage. It's like a, it's like an improvised radio play. So, there you go. So we're we're in a uh, naked girl's apartment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in a swamp. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't okay, land. Okay. Uh, hey, great tits. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there. We played D and D with Gilbert Gottfried. Woo! That's what's important. And, we did it. And Rory is going. I have no idea what your tits look like. Let yeah, me feel like, them. Yeah, that's what yeah. <laughs> Well, Rory plays a character who can see. Oh, I'm sorry. However, I could probably feel them for inspection. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, Sarsgaard. yeah. Has Cork uh, fucked her yet? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I feel like that's I feel like that's like less cool when it's actually like a human. Like if it's like some sort of if it's like some sort of animal, you can just be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna fuck it. But like as soon as it's like it's an, it's an actual woman, I feel weird being like, oh, I'm gonna fuck her. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe I won't. Do that, that makes me feel yet. weird too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ma'am, ma'am. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got tits. I know. <laughs> Please cover yourself. I grabbed. Oh something. no, I did. Sorry. Okay. My, my 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 platoon mates and I we're 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 fleeing a dark force that that threatens to overtake the world and we 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 just came in here I I think for maybe food. <laughs> Are you asking eat. me? No, <laughs> I, I you know what you know what it occurs to me we had no reason to come in here. I, <laughs> I think it was just there was a naked woman, so and I, like, and it I, seemed like I, the place we're, to be. we're all gonna back out, and we're all gonna we're gonna move to the next place. <laughs> Where's the next place? We're not sure, but we're just gonna keep moving in the same direction we were moving. All right. And uh, we we were sorry for the interruption, and um, <laughs> life is the thing that happens between your plans to do other things, <laughs> as John Lennon once said. <laughs> And, 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 and we're just going to leave and we're going to head to the next place and we're very sorry and you'll notice we didn't, we didn't objectify you. <laughs> I mean, I hate to disagree, but... <laughs> I, he just said nice tits. It's, oh, uh, well, no, my friend, I mean, he's, he's not wrong. <laughs> it's 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 uh middle middle mid medieval fantasy world like 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 a lot of people are very unattractive and you look great but that's not the same as objectifying you like i don't think that the way you look is who you are <laughs> I, th I, 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 I'm, I'm making the assumption right off the bat that you probably are some kind of scientist. Uh. <laughs> but I don't think it's inaccurate for my friend to say nice tits. But in either case, I say we're leaving. We're leaving. <laughs> All right. We're leaving. We'll see ya. So long. Uh, what was your name? 
Charles. <laughs> Charles? It's did a you say? it's a family name. <laughs> All right, Charles. Charles. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. Let's Bye. guys, let's get out of here. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Okay. We we we, we leave and then we go to the next. We we just keep going. Go. <laughs> what does that mean? You keep going. We keep going? going in the same direction in the same line. We were fleeing the city. And then we came across this place. And we mm -hmm. keep moving. We keep going. You you enter a swampy land. It's it's become too swampy to really walk. Walk. Okay, easily. we go back to the naked lady's house. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I knock on her door this time. Uh, and I go. This time we're not. We're I, not coming in. Okay. <laughs> Hoping this can be a, a reboot of a, a, an encounter that started off on the wrong foot. <laughs> Well, now I'm all confused. Well, you just said you were leaving, and you're already back. Well, ma'am, I, 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 uh, we, we were fleeing, as I said, an evil force. We stopped by your place. Um, we, 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 we left. It's you. You live in a swamp. <laughs> <laughs> we're not sure what to do. Yeah, what exactly were, were we like trying to accomplish? Well, we that, were just I running. wouldn't know. That's a weird we, thing for you to ask a complete stranger. <laughs> I was talking to Sharpie. Well, ma'am, I, I want here. I want you to hear this. The answer to his question, too, ma'am. We we are running for our lives, mm. and we're cowards, and I, we're just running from 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 things that might hurt us. And so I, I ask you if you've ever felt weak in a moment in your life, <laughs> and if you could if you could connect that moment in your life to this moment in our life, which would be empathy, and like. Maybe no, that would be way... sympathy. Empathy, you wouldn't need a moment in your life to connect with someone else. Oh. Damn. <laughs> wow. All That's right. That was from Rory. Burn. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're a naked woman with great tits and a beard. <laughs> beard? She has a beard? I don't think she's naked anymore, is she? The what? Still naked? What? She's not naked anymore? Yeah, no, so... no, she put on clothes. I'm uh, sorry. All right, let's leave. Let's here? leave. No, nothing for us. <laughs> Ma'am, uh, honestly, all we want to do is uh, get our bearings and, and, and figure out where to go from here. It's just that you're surrounded by marsh. I know. And uh, we, we, we just need a place to um, sit at a table and look over some maps. <laughs> Did you not need this five minutes ago when you were inside my house? Ma'am, I'm, I'm not going to try to convince you that we're an organized adventuring party. <laughs> We're not. Uh, we never advertised that. We never said, hey, it's us. We know what we're doing. We are a group of people who, d who, are, who are running from things. We don't want to engage them. We, we came across you. We acted impulsively, mistakenly. We fucked up. We tried to correct that. We, we, we wandered into the wilderness. You live in a swamp. We're back. <laughs> we're, we're asking now, ma'am, uh, if we could just sit at your table. I just look at some maps. I don't know if you have atlases or... Uh, no. <laughs> no, I Just figure I out where we are, get our bearings. Uh, truth is, ma'am, uh, like, like we, uh, a lot of times we're very drunk. We don't know, we don't know what we're doing. And uh, we're very embarrassed. And it's not like, I, we don't expect acknowledgement of that to, to, to be a pass, a free pass. But we're out on your porch and uh, we can make a day of it out here. <laughs> or we could come in and um, just... I could share some holy text with you. Read some holy text with you. That's cool. 
right? I didn't hear that. I'm sorry. What'd you say? I could share some holy text with you. We could read oh, them. Oh, you know, I love reading. Elf, half elf. He's got some holy texts. <laughs> I really enjoy reading. Okay, well, see? It's really about just peeling back layers and... <laughs> Wait, what? It's about peeling back layers. Reading? Wait. I feel like we should figure out some way to get through the swamp. I, I don't know if the plot's going to advance here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you I guys want to kill, kill some shit, so... All right, okay, ma'am, ma'am, uh, you know what? Sorry to bother you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to head into the swamp. We're going to head into the swamp. Well, I mean, we have to... Apparently, we can't walk in it, so we have to figure out some way of, like, getting somewhere else and not just be trapped in this house. It's I agree. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is there, like... Okay, it, ma'am. Goodbye. <laughs> are you, are oh, you ma sure you're done? Yeah, okay. Uh, it's it, it just, I mean, even, even, even in jest, if you could give us a direction... <laughs> Just any direction? Yeah, well, just, just like just when pick you, one. Just when spin, you, spin like when you leave, where do you go? <laughs> well, I, I take the main road back towards town. Well, uh, the way we came from? Yeah. Okay, well, when the you, main road. when you, when you want to get away from there. Can you, can you keep taking the main road, like, away from town? Does yeah, I mean, okay. yeah, it splits up. You go past the town. You could go left near the town. Yeah. There's all sorts of directions. Yeah. But all back toward the town. Well, initially, sure. But then the roads, they go in other directions, all sorts of ways. <laughs> all right. So, we'll head back toward town. Wait, what? Do we need to leave to Vincent Price's house? I, <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> or John Lennon. <laughs> all right. Yeah, well, this okay, guy Okay, well, bye, bye ma'am. <laughs> bye. Have a nice life. <laughs> I was. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the interruption. Thank you. Right. What you were doing. And we head, we head back uh, down the road, back toward town, I guess. <laughs> but back towards, and then past town to areas unknown. Yeah, hopefully, yes. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. So uh, you, head, you head towards town, and you see, you see, barring your path, hopping along on one fiery foot, a fire elemental missing a leg. You recall him from your past travels in which you, you made your horse pee on him. Right. <laughs> Is this someone like we were fighting before? Yeah. Yes. Oh, so we should kill them. So I should piss on the other leg. I didn't hear that. So I should piss on the other leg. Then. Yeah, yeah. Gil Gilbert, attack. <laughs> <laughs> this would be a good time for you to attack. <laughs> okay, I'm attacking now. <laughs> Oh, so, wait, can, can I, 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 I'm uh, rushing forward with a violent attack. <laughs> <laughs> so while you're rushing forward with this violent attack, are you are you wielding a dagger or a poison dagger? Uh, or, both. Uh, both. <laughs> I have a regular dagger in my left hand that. and the poison dagger in my right. Yeah. <laughs> there you. Now you're getting it. Wielding both of these daggers, you plunge them deep in the beast's fiery hide All right. and deal some amount of damage. Fourteen damage. Wow. <laughs> wow. Gilbert Gottfried is great at Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Who would have known? <laughs> you feel the heat raiding off of the elemental's fiery body, but you pull away before it can burn you. That's well, just a, yeah. Okay. Someone else do something. 
Can I fuck him? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I'm not. I'm not asking. I'm just saying. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna sneak up behind him and try to fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, if that if that doesn't count as my entire turn, I want to like attack him with. I want to go into a. I want to go into a barbarian rage, fuck him, and then attack him with my <laughs> flaming sword. Flaming sword attack. <laughs> I can't wait for Jeff to come back to the podcast so I can tell him this is his effect on blind youth. <laughs> <laughs> Flying into a barbarian rage, you sense all feelings and emotions and, or not those, logic and stuff, the other one. Leaving, <laughs> leaving being replaced with rage and passion. <laughs> As you undo your pants and enter the fiery fiend. You realize oh, wait, yeah. that, that the fire. Yeah, you, oh, that's shit. what you realize. It's worth it. <laughs> well worth it. Your uh, your dick takes twelve damage. <laughs> well, that's it. <laughs> feeling that's a, feeling that's a victory. That's probably all for the best. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> feeling, time, feeling your dick melt off. You. <laughs> oh, no. <It's, laughs> we only have one dick left in this party. I'm, I'm sorry, Jeff Davis, uh, wherever you are. <laughs> I melted your dick off. Like, uh, Reeling uh, back. Really trenchant metaphor for what happened to our country during Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> Reeling back from this incident, you you lunge into attack for a hurting hurting your member, and maybe it's just the fact that your entire dick was melted off. <laughs> but uh, it goes wide, and your axe fall or your sword falls blade first into the soil, missing it completely. Oh, God damn it! I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, Jasiri. Uh, well, detecting evil, I feel like. We've oh, misjudged this fire demon. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> detecting, <laughs> detecting evil, you do notice it's not an evil spirit. It seems neutral, if anything. Uh, he melted I mean, my dick off, so I say we kill him. <laughs> well, so would an ordinary campfire. That says... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, this is such a classic conflict between a blind guy and a gay black guy. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm pretty sure we're on the same team. I, I don't think we're, I don't think we're quarreling. Not yet. Uh, I'll, think... I'll lay mercy on my, my team member's burning member. Oh yeah. <gasps> Laying hands <laughs> on this. <laughs> It's a, this is a classy move. It's On the classy. shiny uh, Kendall-like crotchal region, <laughs> you instantly feel your pain going away, but you don't instantly feeling your dick come back. <laughs> that doesn't happen. You're going to need some serious magic to pull that off. That's dicks for you. You <laughs> can't live with them. Can't, <laughs> I think it, I feel like you can definitely put it at live Sharpie's turn. It's my turn. Raise the dead. I don't dead? think wizards can raise the dead at seventh level. Also, why uh, uh, raise the dead? Yes. <laughs> All right. I think he just wants to end the show. I think my high brother uh, is here. <laughs> I know, but, but actually, well, yeah. What do I know? I mean, he that might have been a great ending. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, shit. Uh, let me, I'm looking at my spells. I'm looking at my spells. Uh, 
Yeah, Ray of Frost, come on. Ray of, Ray of, I, I'm telling you guys, Ray of Frost is a level zero spell that does like two damage. But, uh, Center square! Center square! <laughs> I mean, am I right? Ray of Frost is like, it's, it's a, garbage, right? Yeah. I mean, if he's vulnerable for fire, it might do up to six damage. Right. <laughs> Still not very good. Um, Scorching red. Just let me look for a second. Let me look for a second. Um, I, I, I would reduce person working on elemental. No, they're outsiders. All right. Okay. Um, or elementals. Uh, I don't uh, know which. Uh, uh, talk to him. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. <laughs> Verbal abuse. We uh, we mean you no harm. <laughs> uh. It looks like you have to say, I didn't think you were until I got raped. <laughs> but, but who really got raped? <laughs> it looks at you as if to say, me. But his dick's burnt off. I, yeah. It looks as you I'm the real to victim say, here. I'm literally made of fire. <laughs> I, exactly. And that's why we... we, we I was born this way. <laughs> <laughs> and we were born... <laughs> All of the ways that we were born, and we don't, we, we don't, I'm telling you, I swear to God, from the bottom of our heart, if we've transgressed, we are sorry for it. I'm not. <laughs> I'm still pissed. I still want to kill him. <laughs> In the immortal words of hedonism, Vought, I apologize for nothing. <laughs> well, uh, it, lobs, it lobs a fireball at you, then. You take some amount of damage. At, at, at uh, quark. quark. 19 damage! Jesus. Wait, what? <laughs> what the fuck did I ever do? <laughs> what did you do? You just fucked a plane. You, you told it you're not sorry you raped it. <laughs> no, not sorry, not sorry. I tried to rape him before my dick got melted off. Attacking a blind kid, that's not cool. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Wait. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, I okay, guess so it's not my turn. I think it's Gilbert's turn. <laughs> Gilbert, Gilbert, think really hard about what you do. Yeah, he's the only one who's done anything good. You so. can See, save this I, game. I can't even fake this, because I don't know what the fuck this game is all about. <laughs> it's about killing this guy. Just try to talk sense into it. Just, just say... Just be Gilbert Gottfried and just talk to this fire elemental and just tell it that we didn't mean it. Okay, we didn't mean it. We did. We did. I'll go along with anything at this point. I think that's a problem. Use the tingler. The what? Use the what the dragon did. These are all great suggestions. I said, Gilbert, just if I could, if I could ask you to try, just in the form of a monologue, just like beseech this thing to be peaceful with us. No. The, the, and, and then and then Spencer can roll his die because you'll be you'll be attempting diplomacy with this thing, but you you as Gilbert Godfrey, you have to you have to try to convince this fire elemental to be peaceful with us. That's my suggestion. Now, now, what was this again? 
<laughs> he says you want to kill him. I want to kill him, and I'm <laughs> diplomatic about it. <laughs> I'm old. I'm lost. I'm, tell, I'm telling you. I'm saying to you. Instead. Just, just say to this thing. It shouldn't want to fight with us. We want to be peaceful with it. And just uh, in the form of a monologue, as only Gilbert Gottfried could accomplish, a master dip diplomat just making peace with this thing. It's a fire monster. Oh, he's a fire monster. Okay, I got that. And he no longer has great tits. No, he's no, a fire no. monster. We're not, this thing does not have great tits. It's well, a fire monster. <laughs> I, oh, please, fire monster! <laughs> Who doesn't have great tits, <laughs> but may or may not have a beard? <laughs> I gave up on that a while ago. Please don't kill us, oh, fire monster. <laughs> Thank right, you. Okay. <laughs> It, it looks as you as if to say, I'm I'm really tired of this, and it hops it hops away on one leg. We did it! I did it! Gilbert Gottfried saved saved our party. <laughs> is that is that how we end Dungeons and Dragons? It, it could be. I think it is. Yes. Sounds we, like uh, it. Gilbert Gottfried did it. That's been our podcast. Guest Comptroller Gilbert Gottfried, for God's sake. Jasiri. Black Day Jasiri. Blind Rory. And I am a jazz musician, so that stereotype is true. Uh, super privileged Dan Harmon, Spencer Crittenden, and Dungeon Master. And the city of New York. Now let's all tiptoe away and, and, and let Rory sit here and uh, see what happens. Uh, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll see you out there. I don't know. We'll pick a place to go hang out afterwards. And thank you for coming out. God bless you. That's it. That's it. National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. 
incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. 